coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up, we are back. Jay Foreman, Jake Sorensen, live from Radio Road down here in Las Vegas, right to... Uh, we are brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients at Butcher Shop, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Two Lincoln locations. We want to give uh, big thanks to Carrot Top for coming over and talking to us. Um, we talked a lot of Dolphins football. He did. That made, that made me did. excited there, Jay. Yeah, he's a lifelong. Listen, for, <laughs> as soon as he had, that's like the Dolphins sign-off. All, all ready for next year. And yeah, fins up. Seriously, fins, I say it all the time. Yeah, I think that's, if you're a Dolphin fan, I think that's just in your blood. Yep. Uh, but, you know, the great thing about interviewing, you know, obviously he's an international superstar. Absolutely. Obviously, you, you, one thing I've learned, my, my mom lives here, right? And, you know, you hear people with residency, and Celine Dion had hers, and, you know, and everybody, Sting has his. And um, I was going to ask him, I need to try to get to a Sting concert. That's one of my favorite artists is right you there. You think Sting. he's here this, this week? No, he, only, he does like every other year or something. Okay. But, you know, if he's here, I got to go. I will go and, and grab him. Probably won't get too close, but. To be able to do a residency, you have to be the best of the best. Sure. Yeah, they're just not asking anybody to be a resident. And so for him, you know, look, you know, he had humble beginnings when he just talked about he did at the University of Florida and or uh, Florida Atlantic, excuse me. And then now look at him. And uh, he is literally probably the the true mayor or king of Las Vegas. He kind of is. I mean, he. we were just coming back from the – uh, opening night, remember? We just glanced over, and they had a big old yes. sign for Care Top right. as we were pulling up to the Luxor Hotel. And um, you know, look, I'm look. He he. The one thing interesting, I asked, one thing I asked him is the difference between the first five years to the last five years, and what we can take away from it is is no different than sports, right? He's re, he's evaluating his craft. He's trying to be more efficient. He's trying to make it better. He's adapting with times. That's the recipe for, for success right there. Well, I mean, Constantly moving forward and work your tail off. Yeah, you've seen, I mean, there's been comedians uh, throughout our lifetime, Jay, that are kind of just, they're flashing the pans. Hey, right. this guy, what, that, what happened to that guy? He just kind of lost material. Didn't, right. didn't, didn't keep following up, didn't keep going, and, and Carrot Top obviously is. And that's why he's uh, at every, every night at 8 p.m. at the Luxor, where we're staying at, at the, yeah. our Pyramid Hotel, the right. MGM's um, you know, uh, hotel over there. Um, it's why people keep showing up. Right. I'm sure it's a packed crowd every time. We might we could check it out one of these nights right. for sure. We're here until yeah, Friday. You think, but the thing about co- comedians, though, I can't sit front row. I can't be your part of your material. Yeah, nope, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think I just think that it was real interesting, and part of the reason why I asked him the question is just I wanted to see how the mentality is to have longevity. You just don't stay. You just don't be great to way he's where he's been since 2005. Right. You know, yep. it's 18 years, you know, or, you know, 18 full years where you, you just keep saying, doing the same routine. And he started just just, just listing them <laughs> off, the things that he yep. was doing. He, he uses the background to be more interactive. With it, how is that? That's just the way the world is right now, right? you got to have fan engagement versus uh, up before, you know, you use a lot of props and stuff like that and pulling stuff out of, out of, out of, out of like, bins and cases. That was it. But now 
it's a lot of uh, electronics and stuff like that. So it was really cool to have him come over, uh, take the time out. You know, he's been in here making the rounds, man. I'm so you know, let you know he's pretty popular. He's even. got a show tonight, too, yeah. I'm pretty sure. He's got to yeah. go get prepared for yeah. it. He, he should be chilling right now and just getting ready. But he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go talk to the media and, uh, you know, introduce myself for those who somehow don't know me and, and reintroduce myself for those who do. Right, and he talked about the growth of Las Vegas, you know, professional sports-wise, right? Yes. It always was thought like, oh, you can't have a professional team in Vegas, right, because of the gambling aspect. Well, you got the, the Knights, the Aces, and you got the Raiders. And That's right. who knows if the A's are coming. And so – you know, the Vegas era of um, the Raiders aren't, you know, close to winning a, a, a Super Bowl. But when you think of the Aces and the Knights, you know, they, they've came and, and, and had some success. And and uh, Las Vegas is a sports town, um, you know, all the way back into the day of the UNLV running Rebels. They're, they're definitely a sports town and always will be. Yeah, and speaking of the Raiders, we did I, I did see Antonio Pierce, new right. head coach of the Raiders, was here at Radio Row talking to the Raiders broadcast team. He left after that, as you would assume. He's not going to make the rounds, but uh, he was here at Radio Row. Antonio Pierce, the new coach and uh, interim coach, now full-time head coach for the Raiders. We'll, we'll see how that pans out. But like you said, uh, Raiders at this moment are not near a Super Bowl with the team. The Gold Knights, they've already won a Stanley yeah. Cup and the in Aces. hockey. And the that Aces one. are very good, and obviously yeah. WNBA. So this uh, a town that it, it should have been always been a sports town, right. but you said because the gambling aspect understood why that wasn't the case. But it's it's a sports town. It yeah. always has been. It always has been from you know hosting you know NCAA uh, whether it's beginning rounds or Sweet Sixteen, it's always been supported. It's kind of like Omaha. One of the things I wanted to ask you know if we were able to have Paul Tagliabue on, he was the yeah. pioneer of. Expanding the NFL from 28 to 32 teams in in a, over you know a, a you know two three four year period. I wanted to ask him if he envisions that the NFL expands even more. Right? I, I mean, I still think there's a couple cities that definitely could you know have teams, um, or if they expand over you know overseas, is that a possibility? Just because when the sport is growing, and it's no different if you look at Carrot Top or you look at anybody else that we're going to interview this week, you yep. have to expand with the time. So. Uh, the NCAA is 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 expanding or, or or pivoting, and you expect the NFL to do the same. So it'd be it would it would have been really interesting to get Paul Tagliabue's uh, Tagliabue, um his insight on it because you know he was the godfather of NFL Europe and how successful that was, and a lot of great players came from NFL Europe. And so I wonder what his his thoughts are not only on the possibility of expansion, but maybe expansion overseas because yeah. he probably knows the landscape as good or, or, or did know it as good or, or even better than a lot of people. Well, think about that, Jay, right now. You, you have games being played all over. It's not just America. London's got a bunch of games. Germany had games. Mexico, Mexico has yeah. games. I think Brazil has a game yeah. upcoming this upcoming season. Yeah, so, upcoming season. I mean, I mean they're, they're already making – I mean, I, the question is, how, how big can the league be? Right. They got 32 teams. Be, do you, do you want to move a franchise like Jacksonville away from Jacksonville, who, who are now playing good football? Do you want to move them away to London, which has been a rumor for a couple yeah. years now? Or do you want to make the league go to 36 teams and, and put a, a team in Mexico City, put a team in, you know, wherever they've played before, right. Germany? It could be. And, and you, could, you could take it to the point of where um, if, if you try to bring back it, Eric, NFL International, something like that. Maybe a smaller, uh, maybe just obviously some players there that, you know, use it as a kind of farm system, but uh, some players that it would play on a condensed schedule, but they would be playing in those cities. I think it's something you have to look at it. And it's, 
look, if the, the NFL will expand, and guess what else will expand? Hockey will expand. Um, baseball's already been up in, 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 like, Toronto and stuff like that, so being able to, you know, take it overseas, if you can combine, you know, across the water would, would be beneficial for everybody. But obviously yep. it, it'll be something over time, and I'd be wondering if, uh, you know, 5, 10, 15 years, you know, if we're still coming down here to Radio Row, that we'll be talking about, you know, the, the London whatever. Yeah. Yep. And, and uh, it'd just be – they'd already be up and moving. And it's no different than if you asked some media members – 15, 20 years ago, if they ever thought Las Vegas would get a team, especially a team like the Raiders who, you know, went from Oakland to L.A., had financial trouble in L.A., was back to Oakland, no no, no guarantee there that they were going to stay or leave. And that's a staple of an NFL franchise. That city of Oakland is NFL Absolutely, football. Yeah. And so that's a team that would definitely welcome back an NFL team, obviously, with the new stadium, not ones with, uh, you know, Rats and, and sewer right. and, 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 bad, and bad pipes, but I'm sure that they would upgrade that stadium. Need to address a text on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers text line, 402-464-5685. This is, to me, as an opinion, uh, Pecan Pie says, Jake, <laughs> whose biceps are bigger, Carrot Tops or Jay's? I just put a picture up on social media. So if you want to look at Twitter and Facebook, I just put a picture up. We, we had the group, me, you. And Carrot Top, yeah. uh, we had by, right by our ticket sign here at our, our table 73 at Radio Row. So if you want to look at that as a comparison, we'll see. I don't know, man. Carrot Top's, Carrot Top's pretty jacked. He's Carrot jacked. Top is pretty – I mean, you're jacked too. Yeah, yeah, but he's but Carrot jacked. Top's he, he's pretty really, jacked. Yeah, he definitely probably just left the gym doing it. Hey, what did he say about you too? He said you definitely were a football player. That's a compliment. Right. Yeah, it is. He said yeah. the way – he said, yeah, I could tell you definitely played football. You're right. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I, I cause it. if you missed that again, Carrot Top, Miami Dolphins great fan. Great segment. I said, you know, hey, I said, I said, uh, Jay's a former Buffalo Bill. He's a rival. He's like, oh yeah, he's a rival. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the, my, hey, the funny my thing is, Top. Well, the, the Dolphins fans, you guys hate the Bills more than the Bills hate you. We, we love you, hey, man, because we no, love beating up no, on you. Oh, you love us right now. We'll see if that tide changes sometime. Well, uh, back in the nineties, the same thing. You, the Bills always beat the freaking Dolphins. Jim Kelly. Went on to lose four straight Super Bowls. He went on to lose four straight Super Bowls, but did make four straight. Yeah. But he was a rival with the Dolphins. Yeah, and you know what it probably the bad omen was? He probably put too much energy into beating the Dolphins. He well, should have put more energy into winning the Super Bowl. Sounds like right now Josh Allen, again, play, plays better against the Dolphins than any team and in the NFL. He plays excellent against the Chiefs. He excellent. Does. He plays just lights ha- out. He hasn't got them wins, though. Yeah. He plays well. That defense has let him down. And, uh, you know. Anyways, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's it's uh, it's been a you know another great day, you know, and it's, it's, we're not even done yet. But no, no, we got it, several we, days to go. We got more stuff today. Quick we plug: got, we got Laura Oakman coming over. Yeah, so in about uh, ten minutes, we're going to take a break here shortly. Uh, we'll have Laura Oakman, who again is a Westwood One reporter, NFL on Fox. She's the third longest duration reporter tenure tenured reporter uh, in the NFL, so she's got a lot of experience covering this. We'll talk about talk to her about that. We will have Chef Michael Mina, who is a, he's a James Beard award-winning chef of the Mina Group, an executive chef and owner of Michael Mina Restaurant at Bellagio, yeah, we're gonna Las Vegas. Him, we're going to say, hey, man, we're starved. Can you get us some food? I'm going to ask him what I should make you cook for me since you starved me for 12 hours, over 24 hours. Well, we did have a, a nice steak last night we at, did. The, uh, at the that made it restaurant all at the uh, hotel. We have not eaten really much today. We had five. There's a bounty paper towel uh, place over there that's serving wings, wings. With Obviously, the paper towels prove it's very effective, which it was, so shout out to Bounty. But we had five wings. So far, 
we had a little bit of fruit. I had like a little tiny box of cereal. Yeah. And then we came up here. We've been doing Radio Row. We had our five wings, and that's it. So if we seem a little bit uh, tired, well, we're not. It's not we're not tired. Yeah. We're just a little bit famished. Famished. I, I got some jerky I brought on the trip, so yeah. we got some jerky. But, uh, yeah, we'll have Laura Oakman on in, ten, in about nine minutes and also at 6 o'clock. Don't go anywhere. Um, 4 o'clock this time, 6 o'clock back in Central Time, we'll have Michael Mina, uh, the chef, on. And we're going to have at some point this week, this is, I'm not sure what day, I think Thursday. Here's a plug. Thursday, 1.15 Central Time, Jay, 11.15 this time. Uh-huh. We're going to have Rick Harrison. You might say, who's that? I'd say, you ever watched Pawn Stars before? I have. Yeah. Plenty of time. Rick Harrison. Is the uh, he's an American businessman and the reality television personality. We'll have him sit right here or there. Radio Row, Rick yeah. Harrison from Pawn Stars will be here in a couple days. There it is. Uh, well, look, we're going to be uh, action packed as the week as the week goes on. Tomorrow is going to be a real active day, and uh, Thursday, and then it tapers off Friday, and obviously heading into the weekend. So, but we'll have we will have uh, also I think tomorrow Mike Golick joins us yeah. at six thirty p.m. four thirty this time. We might see if we move that up or not. Solomon Wilcott's tomorrow yeah. at some point. And then on Friday, we'll have, I believe, at 3.15 Central Time, 1.15 this time, Kevin Harlan, the oh. man with the golden pipes, <laughs> will join <laughs> Kevin Harlan. He used to yes. call my high school games. He's the man. He's, he was Kevin the first one. He's stud. the first one that saw me give somebody the dead leg. I'm going to ask him if he memorized me to give him somebody the dead leg from Bloomington Jefferson in High School. Cocked the head back on the sideline. Old number six. You know why I wore number six, Jake? Why is that? Because every time I touch the ball, it might be six points. Is that right? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Oh, man. Let's go to break, man. We're going to bring back an iconic superstar. Or, 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 I've been excited to talk to her because for, for somebody that's been uh, so iconic in, 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 in sports media, seems like she has, she's done everything under the sun and continues to do more. So, uh, let's take a quick break, come back, and we'll uh, try to uh, lock down Laura Oakman and uh, give you guys the, the good news of talking to her. Okay, that's up next. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.